0: Shit talkers, welcome to Talk Shit with P. So obviously, I'm P of Talk Shit with P. (laughs) And I am such a shit talker that I had to create my own stage. My podcast is a safe space to talk all the shits of this shitty world. And believe me, this is a shitty world with lots of shit to talk about. I sometimes shit talk by myself and no, I'm not crazy. And other times, well, most of the time... I am joined by incredible individuals who do all the shit talking. Well, not all, but most of the shit talking. On Talk Shit With P, we laugh, we cry, we cuss a lot. But most important, we learn something. Well, at least I do. And I would hope so do you. So grab a drink and join the party. TikTokers, so just a heads up this interview was so dear to me because i had so much fun with christopher despite the
1: technical difficulties on my end so with that being said um the side of my interview the network was sketchy so um and we couldn't find time to re-record cause I actually really love this first one, um, the authenticity of it. Like it's so raw, it's us being so raw and (laughs) open and having fun. I don't think that energy can be re-recorded. So I promise to get better and we'll definitely bring Christoph back. And uh, I'm still learning on the technology side of audio but bear with me and enjoy this interview because it's worth it and i'm sure you're gonna love it and laugh
0: and enjoy with us and just feel in the moment so remember feedback is always welcome and thank you enjoy
1: so are you ready to get started
2: i'm ready yeah absolutely let's do it
1: so a talk shit with pete today is is, it's kind of a big deal kind of day
2: (laughs) uh, (laughs) there you go and
1: the only reason it's a big deal kind of day because uh the person who's joining me today is a big dude right right you're a big dude (laughs) (laughs)
2: absolutely tell all tell everyone you know
1: go ahead and introduce yourself to my listeners
2: yeah hey everyone i'm i'm so honored to be on talk shit with p with p is that how i should refer to you just p
1: yes just p
2: okay perfect (laughs) um p is for perfect uh yeah, I'm I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for for having me on and um yeah, the reason why P is saying that I'm such a big deal is because I have a show called I'm kind of a big deal. So I tell everybody that I'm kind of a big deal. Actually, the real big deal are the people that I interview on my show because they are incredible folks and I am honored to be able to share their stories and those are the people who are really a big deal I just kind of push play and talk to them but I I want to share their stories and I I talk to little people Um, there there really isn't a show that is out there that showcases the real lives of little people and we have really unique and impressive lives so my goal is to share that with everyone I possibly can
1: now you see why it's a big deal And also we're going to get Those little people pants Because believe it or not As I was coming home Because I wasn't prepared for us to do this today
2: I sprung which, it on you um,
1: I'm always up a challenge <laughs> <laughs> They say when you're a podcaster You gotta stay ready All right, Anytime can be good time You so, just showed um, me
2: your travel bag I know you're ready for any, <laughs> The drop of a hat
1: Coming home to, to get myself pumped up for this, I was listening to your episodes and awesome. um, I, I, I went all the way to the first one, the very first one, and
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, she mentioned she was like, Oh, so we're gonna do these little little people puns, and I was like, Yeah, he keeps making them
2: <laughs> for sure, yeah,
1: but thank you for bringing them to me, so um. Christophe, where well, I haven't met him yet, but I've come across him uh, during Podfest week, uh, the pre week, and he did a very interesting presentation. Like when he shares his story, the person who he is and the things that he has been able to do and accomplish, the life he has lived is incredible. So I wanted my listeners to listen to this because y'all folks who are so called average people on whatever you're not using the full extent of who you are and then there are people out here living like amazing lives by being and being who they are so that that's incredible and i consider myself little people because i am little like (laughs) (laughs)
0: we'll
2: we'll we'll accept you we'll we'll accept you you're accepted no problem
1: people I, and I love being a little person like it's it's amazing for me huh? yeah. so um, tell my, my listeners why you are a little person
2: yeah. your of people. well first of all that's so kind of you P to say those nice things about me so thank you so much for that Um, yeah I'm a little person because I have a rare form of dwarfism I was uh, born with cartilage hair hypoplasia which is the, the name of the the condition that i have and when i was born the doctors came in and said we don't know how to handle this guy but we don't think he's going to be able to do you know anything that a normal person can do and so sorry about that and good luck and you know i've 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 had a an upbringing where my parents didn't put restrictions on me and they didn't say, you know, Oh, you can't do this because you're little, you need to remain protected. And I mean, there are some situations where, you know, I I wouldn't jump out of an airplane because it'd be really bad for my back. Or, you know, I wasn't going horseback riding all the time because that just was something that was ridiculous that I couldn't do. Um, Not that there aren't little people who can do that, but for me, it wasn't the good choice but i've you know i rode my bike around the neighborhood and through trails and i skateboarded as a kid and i went skiing and snowboarding and i now surf and so you know i've always lived my life as though i can do whatever i want to do that is within you know my my wheelhouse and i don't let my disability necessarily keep me from doing the things that i find interesting so and and that's you know that's not something that's so unique and special to dwarfism. I I know that my life has been crazy because of all the jobs that I've done and all the unique situations I've been in. But honestly, you know, um, anyone can do really incredible things, and it's it, it's all available to all of us. It's it's just to me, it's more of a mindset than it is you know overcoming what you have to overcome um because if you if you put your mind to it you know minds are incredibly beautiful and strong things and you're definitely able to do maybe more than you think you are um but it's for me anyway i've learned it's it's a mindset over everything else
1: true and um let, let, let's get back to to, to, to to normal people. Have you met a person who's normal? Cause I am yet to meet a normal person.
2: Right? No, I don't wanna. I don't <laughs> think I wanna. Meet a, I don't think I wanna meet a normal person. I, I
1: don't know, think like, I. What is the a normal person?
2: The, I don't think that normal actually exists. That's one of those words that, like normal and perfect, they don't really exist, you know. And so they're just kind of teaser words that don't really have substance or can just lead to confusion in my opinion, because if you subscribe to normalcy or perfection, you're really just putting these guards up on your life that don't, I don't know. They, they really just, they don't serve you. You know, they really don't serve you and, and focusing on what you can't attain is just, going to take up all of your time. And I don't have a lot of time and I want to do some messy stuff. So, you know, I, I think like that for me has been a hard thing. It's been a really difficult thing to get around and, and understand that, oh yeah, my show isn't going to be perfect. My drumming isn't going to be perfect. My surfing isn't going to be perfect. And But you've got to be able to just I do anyway I'm I'm not giving advice to anyone but for me like I have to be able and to go and have fun with stuff because if I just walk away from everything and judge myself and focus on how it should have or could have looked or been it's it it just diminishes how much fun could have been there and I don't want to do that I'm in my 40s now like let's have let's keep having the fun you know
1: yeah I'm 41 Oh, impressive. I really, I really, I thought you were in like 30s for some reason. Yes,
2: I'm tricking everyone. <laughs> I'm tricking everyone.
1: And to, to be honest, to me, anybody who tells me, because one, I don't believe there's such a thing as being perfect or being normal. Right. I know some people pretend or think they are, and if that makes you feel better, by all means, go ahead and go, on. i going. bad. I don't want to be around people who are no more perfect. I don't want to be friends with people who are no more perfect. I, yeah. I The weirder you are, the better to me. Like, fuck, you weird. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we get along, P. We get along.
1: That's why I, I relate to people who have, you know, because... I like trying different shit. I like doing different shit. I like. I would at least want like to one time try it. So I'm very sorry that you can't go skydiving because I did it two years of, last year, and it's now my mission for every year on my birthday to go skydiving. Oh, a that's awesome! City, so shout out to us to skydive this year. But like, I feel like just like you the fact that you didn't let your disability hold you back or anything you went you self oh my god i've always wanted to self and there, do you know the so-called normal people how many normal people don't do that shit you went and became a drama and a, like you've lived 40 lives let me say 40 since you're in your 40 <laughs> and then the so-called normal people have not even done some of them all they do is the same routine same shit so fuck being normal
2: excuse yeah. my language you know no i i i subscribe to that i think you just have to do what's right for you you got to do what's right for you and and listen i think it's okay to feel badly and i think it's okay to be bummed out and i think it's okay to have these times where You're not okay. Especially now in the middle of a pandemic, it's so hard and everybody has different information and everybody has to do what makes them comfortable or, and, or feel safe. And I think having the grace and the, you know, the acceptance for people that want to do what they want to do, as long as you're not harming somebody else, because that's really never okay, no matter what. But, you know, I say do do what you got to do to feel okay with with yourself and your family and your surroundings and stuff because again it's all we have in this world is time and so if you can make your time work for you or make make yourself happy in those moments shoot like good on you do it
1: make your time in this world count right i agree
2: <laughs> yes absolutely for sure yeah because otherwise you're not going to be able you're not going to feel like you want to do stuff that you want to do you know you're going to be too worried about things so
1: and i'd rather meet somebody who tells me like yo, i tried that i failed i tried at least yes. you tried the fact that you were willing to try speaks a lot than oh yeah i'm scared of failing so what there's so many shit you're gonna fail just like how applying for jobs you get rejected that doesn't mean you stop applying for jobs you're still gonna apply for jobs like that's just part, <laughs> part of life I, I but totally the agree the that you try like even me with my with me with my podcast I was like okay I don't know where I'm going with this shit I don't know how long it's gonna last but at least I can say I one time started a podcast but here we are one year later and I'm still doing this shit so hey
2: no I, that's that's what I love about your show too. Like you have these just real conversations with people and they they kind of come from all different walks of life. And I think that's a beautiful thing because that shows that like it's a great window into your life, P. Like it's so cool to see like all these interactions that you have with folks on your show and everybody is coming from a different place and they're like giving all this value and all this wisdom and all these cool experiences i mean none of that is perfect but it's beautiful and i think that's what's so cool you know like that's the beauty in it all
1: and the fun fact it is it's amazing you say that because today um i had to sneak off work and i and i was i was gone for almost an hour and a half <laughs> and I just had to go and be honest with my managers. like, I know you guys were probably looking for me, but I was in doing this. And I was interviewing my sister. Now, um, oh, cool. for anybody who knows me and my family, my sister is really bougie. And she's a person who does not talk about the bad things. Or like, you know, she just... She shares what she wants to share, and it's never the struggling parts or anything. Yeah. And as we were talking, we, um, she had a uh, she had a COVID pregnancy, and it wasn't a very good one. So oh, wow. she's the one uh, after. I think I, I think my the way my podcast goes, it made her feel comfortable because she hit me up and she was like. Paula, um, I'm ready to come on your show and I think we should talk about uh, the other side of pregnancy like the postpartum, the anxiety the depression, the, the bath going wrong, the things that people don't want to share yep. about pregnancy people just look, oh my god, you're glowing you have a big stomach, you look cute but you don't know what they're dealing with and and most people don't talk about that, and today we had a full-on conversation, I interviewed her for that And she even also mentioned, like, I know I'm one of those people who never used to share until I went through this, and I'm like, yo, even my friends are not being helpful because nobody talks about this, so I think I have to start talking about that. And I'm like, oh my God, and you did this on my platform. Like, it's such a nice feeling to have people come and just be vulnerable and open about the shit they went through, and like, yo, you're still living. Like, it's okay to hate the process but love your child. It's okay even at certain times, like, we as teenagers have constantly come out in anger because mom didn't let me go to a party so I hate my mom so it's okay to you at this moment because your child is crying and you're tired and to just say fuck having kids but that doesn't mean (laughs) you don't love your child it's just that right now fuck this shit (laughs) yeah
2: no that that makes such that makes a ton of sense. And that's so cool. You had that conversation with your sister today. That's great. I can't wait to hear that episode. I
1: know, especially with maybe Mental Health Awareness Month and stuff. It was just, yep. it was a moment for me. Like I, I. but now let's get back to you. Because <laughs> today is, right now it's about you. <laughs> all right, all right. So you have had, in your podcast, you have said this and I love how you said it, that unique view of the world. You have had a unique view of the world, so let's let's dig into that. Let's let's share your unique view of the world that you
2: had. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, relatively, my view starts out from a lower angle because I'm four foot four inches tall. So, I mean, that's like that's kind of a given. Sorry, did I make you spit out your apple juice? Sorry about no, that. <laughs> I,
1: I, I just- during our meetup that I did say I laughed through the bad shit, so now you don't you you don't have to find like that I'm being insensitive. Like that makes me sad or whatever, the first reaction is oh I laughed too much. So, no, <laughs> I was just like okay, okay, you're gonna do that. Okay, go on. No, keep laughing,
2: keep <laughs> laughing. It's all good. No, I, I mean honestly, I think that like that's 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 how people see me you know the first thing that they see it's it's not this is unique you know you and i meeting excuse me you and i meeting over a a virtual screen and you don't get to see me walk up to you you know you don't get to see me walk onto a stage or something like that you get to see (laughs) yeah i know you don't get to see me get off my chair like you get to see me set up the camera framed in the shot like this is how i choose for you to see me and it's. This is not normal for people and it's definitely not normal for little people because when you see us, you notice right away, wow, that's very different than what I'm used to seeing. And um, it's, it's really true. It's really how it is because we have short limbs, we have short legs. We're going to, you know, be four foot six to under three foot, depending on the individual and what their condition is. And some people need help with mobility and they use a device. They use maybe a a walker or a cane or a wheelchair or something like that. I say that dwarfism is such a mixed bag because even if you have the most common form of dwarfism, which is called achondroplasia, you can still have had surgeries into the double digits in order to manage your pain and your skeletal dysplasia and some people that i know have never had any surgeries and they get around just as well. and so to me it's such a unique thing and it's so personal and it's such it it's such a visible thing that it's really misunderstood in so many ways because people don't understand why or how or you know how you get around or who you are because of it or I joke around, too, that sometimes when people see me, they're like, oh, wow, the leprechaun is out of his makeup and he's getting groceries at the store. Like, oh, my gosh, this elf ran away from, like, Santa's workshop. And he's... Oh, my you know, God,
1: that's so sick. Can I rent you for Christmas? Right, exactly.
2: So it's like, no, I'm actually a, a human man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a white guy with a beard and a bald head. And... I have to buy my groceries and I have to get my car fixed and I have to take a vacation and I like go see my friends and have really fun times and sad times and like they're all the I I have the same emotions and experiences as everyone else. It's just I also have to live my life with short limbs and dwarfism and I've had two reconstructive leg surgeries and a spinal fusion. and. All that stuff is you know it's a part of my life. I don't know that it's like the most appropriate thing to ask me uh, when you first meet me th- about it, but I am 100% open to talking about it, shedding light on it, you know, if that's what you want to know and you and it's, you know, why not, you know? Like let's talk about it because it's a curiosity. It doesn't happen to everyone and I think if it helps to normalize my existence and my acceptance and the next time you see myself or any other little people you can say oh yeah I had a great conversation with that one person oh or just oh yeah that person you know is wearing a coat and wears glasses and they're just a human like everybody else you know it's and to see us like that instead of this character this trope that's walking around that you know escaped some fantastic existence that you've created in your brain or that media has created in your brain um i, I find value in that and breaking down those stereotypes and those um you know i keep thinking of tropes but yeah that's that's kind of what it is you know
1: so um we're going to dig in that but i'm kind of curious <clears throat> yeah the weirdest shit somebody said to you because of like they saw you in the like the, like the weirdest shit that you had like oh my god yeah what, what was the weirdest shit you've ever had i mean about?
2: the the weirdest they're 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 all kind of like in me they just have to like come out at, at a certain time so the most recent one is i i flew from LA to Detroit last week to visit my family for a couple weeks and I was walking in the airport. I, I I got to my gate in LAX for my flight and I had some time and I walked around. I went and grabbed a sandwich um, because I hadn't eaten anything and I knew the flight was going to be long and probably wasn't going to have any food. So I grabbed a sandwich and I was walking back to the gate and this man, probably in his 70s, he just decided to Put his hand on my shoulder, walking next to me, and then just kind of smiled at me in like a a performative type of way. And I thought it was really strange that he felt compelled and felt like it was okay for him to put his hands on me. I I don't know who this guy is at all. Um, He just saw me and decided that this was how he wanted to say hello to me because it was such... An incredible experience that he saw a little person, um, you know, and he didn't strike up a conversation or anything, he just like put his hands on me and gave me a thumbs up, and I just walked away. Like it was
1: waved, you could have even said hi, how are you doing? I would have like but just full hand on me, you know. You're on a level where punching him in the nuts is the perfect <laughs> way you should have taken that advantage What the fuck are you touching me? Especially with the COVID. we are there's this COVID, don't fucking <laughs> touch me. I don't know where, even without COVID, I don't know where your hands have been. You could have been in the washroom and you wash your hands or like, no, don't touch me. No, I would have like right there and then done this. Like hey,
2: <laughs> you know that's that's definitely an option for sure. That is that definitely is uh, that's in the, the toolbox for sure. I kind of just gave him a pass because he's probably seventy five, and I you know there are also a lot of different there are cultural differences too. I don't I don't think he was uh, necessarily from or born and raised in America, and I don't know where he was from. Um, I really didn't spend time. I had a backpack on, luggage, and a sandwich in my hands. And I was just, I'm not down with making a scene. I was super tired. And I just wanted to get on my flight and get back to Detroit. So, you know, it, it's, I, I'm pretty accepting of a lot of things. And I'm not going to, I don't know. I'm not going to make a, make a scene or make a fuss when, when it's, I mean, if he were to say something or stop me or, or actually spend the time, but when I'm, you know, it's kind of a decision that I have to make in the moment because I'm always on for me. You know, I'm always advocating for me, just like I know you're always advocating for your situation as well, because you have to, because the world, I don't know if you've noticed, but it's, uh, it caters to certain individuals more than it does to others. Um, And, you know, you have to... You have to put yourself out there and and stand up for yourself in the situations where it makes the most sense, but you're going to kill yourself being... And you're just going to burn yourself out if you do it at every single opportunity ever. And... I feel like I don't have to do that. You know, like I, i that was a decision in the moment where I just said, this guy is old. This guy is older. He's not, you know, he's not causing me any harm. He didn't leave his hand on me for an extended period of time. I want to get these heavy bags off of me and just go sit down and eat my sandwich. And that was my focus. It wasn't necessarily focusing on the teachable moment. And, you know, that, that just, that happens. That happens sometimes it's people's curiosity. Um, and it is what it is. Sometimes there are other times where I have to say, Hey, this is unacceptable. I'm a person, you know, this is not okay for you to try and take a photo of me or to call me a name or, um, ignore me to the extent where you're pushing me out of a line or something like that. Like you got to stand up at, at points when it's really important.
1: Um, so you're a better person than me because I, I I feel like the only reason I got those extra inches, God knew the way I'd be punching these people. on <laughs> just because it's the thing i'm i'm for nine or four ten i'm not sure if it's nine or ten but it's among there between there so i'm a small person i'm very tiny like i'm not big like i'm skinny i'm small i'm short like that's me so i get very offended like when people be like hey can you get me a man to carry me something show me what it is let me tell you i can't carry just because i'm Tiny doesn't mean I can't carry shit. Like I carry so much strong shit. Sometimes people are looking at me like, what the fuck? Yes, I'm strong. Just because I'm small and tiny doesn't mean I can't be strong. Those are two totally different things. Or people will look at me like, Are you sure you can walk here? You look 12 or 13. They 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 are welcoming me to behave 12 or 13 because you already think of me like that. So I'm going to respond to you like I'm a 12 or 13-year-old person. So sometimes I do be doing shit because I can get away with it because I look like a child and I can run and pretend like I'm a child (laughs) because at this point... You just struck a nerve, and I just want to teach you a lesson (laughs) of how to behave and people. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like I would have been punching people too much. But (laughs) shit, or even like, when people know I'm from Africa, can you speak English? Like, there's always something out of like, why can't a person just be a person without the being treated like feeling like, we all have feelings, we all have emotions just because
2: we don't say it out doesn't mean we're not feeling it like yeah yeah I, th- this reminds me of a friend of mine told me a story recently about how she has gotten comments that people say I just think it's so cool that you're that you leave the house the way you are and it's such a it's just it i mean the the amount of the the types of comments that little people receive is just horrendous and um you know I i understand why it happens now i didn't really understand why it happened before but i understand that why it happens is because there's so few of us and there are so many people who don't ever have any exposure to us and so their comfort level with disability is so low and then when they see us. The comfort level with disability and dwarfism is even lower, and
1: no, White kind of killed it for y'all. Like, surely no, I, I
2: understand, it. I get it, but like, but like people. They don't, they don't, they just don't get it. They don't know how it's very confusing. And so I think there's a reaction that happens and they don't know how to manage it. And so they just see us and they're like, I'm going to say whatever I think, whatever's on my mouth, I'm going to say it right now. But see the, the thing that's really cool about that when it happens is um, when kids do it, it's incredible because kids who haven't been trained to See people with disabilities, specifically dwarfism, as something that is strange or weird or horrible or confusing or whatever. They just accept us, but they still say something. But it's really cute and adorable because it's honest, you know. And so I've I've had a kid. I,
0: yes, yeah,
2: I, I've a, there are a couple of those that I remember that are really funny and beautiful and there was one uh, I was in Carlsbad California and I was going to a grocery store and there was a little kid and he saw me and I'm bald and I had a beard at the time and I'm flo-
1: I can't keep on having to mention you're bald
2: <laughs> well well this is kind of well this is this is kind of uh, it's kind of, it fits in with the story so the, so the the little kid in the grocery store saw me and he said Mommy, why is that little boy all alone? And, you know, it's probably 8 o'clock at night, 8.30 at night, probably close to this kid who's maybe eight years old is bedtime. You know, I don't know when kids go to bed at that age, but he was worried about me. (laughs) He didn't see that I was bald. He didn't see that I had a beard, but he's like, why is that little boy all alone? And I thought that was so sweet because he was concerned about me but also he was trying to process wait a minute there's a guy here who looks like this I don't understand what, why his mommy or daddy isn't here like this doesn't make sense to this little this little boy and I, I didn't interact with them at all but I loved that I heard that and then there was another one I used to live in Detroit um, in the city and I would go to this uh, Mexican grocery store that was in my neighborhood um, and I was I, I just arrived and there was a little boy, probably three or four year old, in the cart, like in the seated part of the cart, and he was with his mom. And he said to his mom, "Again, I had like an even bigger beard at this time because it was winter time in Detroit." And the the little boy says, "Mommy, it's a pequeño papi," and I thought that was so cute as well. You know, what it's does like,
1: that mean? I know papi,
2: little daddy.
1: You, that's...
2: <laughs> so there are...
1: I'm sorry, I'll know. take it. I'll take but it. Just...
2: Coming, from, coming from you, I'll take the compliment for sure.
1: But here's the thing for the other one who said, Why is this kid? I like, I mean, haven't you seen Little Man? It was all grown up being a child, a yeah. <laughs> baby but yeah that's so cute now I can't get that shit out of my head
2: good that's what I want that was my plan all along <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, no.
0: catch part two coming out on Sunday